You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. <laughs> I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on a boot. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. I'm Ben. I'm Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. Hi, babes. Hi, late record for us. Late record in a strange, strange evening. <laughs> what a day. What a day. A day for you and a shared evening for the both of us. <laughs> we've really, we've really done it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to give everyone an update today, I picked up a good friend of ours from LAX. Mm. Now, we've talked about it before, but picking someone up from LAX is a big deal. Yeah. It is something. I do it too much. I would. We have. What, how many, yeah. Who, who have you done it for recently? My mum, Bordeaux. My mum again, Bordeaux. My mum, Bordeaux. Wow. I was going <laughs> to say it's it's really family only, and that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, as a thank you to one of my friends, one of our friends, I went and picked him up. I have to say, it was a breeze. Well, you were you were you lucked out. I know. It's never a breeze. It's never a breeze. <laughs> there was an hour there, couple of turns around, picked him up. Hour back. Yeah, I, I feel like you're lying, but okay. <laughs> it was also, now that the weather's nice again, it's me knocking on wood. Even the, like, the disgusting freeway looked good. So are we now going to transition into a statement I did make, I think, back in April? Okay, go for it. Is LA back? <laughs> <laughs> are we back? I know in April I was screaming LA's back, yeah. baby. I've lost a lot of confidence <laughs> yeah. because of the recent June gloom and May, May gray and June gloom. Yeah, so we're, we're finally out of we think out of the May gray and June gloom that we've been suffering since January so, uh, in, in Los Angeles. So how did we celebrate? We went to the movies. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we were like, what should we do on this hot, hot day? Let's go inside. <laughs> so we went, we took ourselves on Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Time's day. a construct. Yeah, we took ourselves at the weekend to a, a, a cinema slash movie theater with a name that I don't like. Vidiots. Vidiots, like video idiots. And it's all very kind of, late 80s early 90s themed and it's got its own like actual dvd rental store that's mm-hmm. kind of the vibe of it but there's also a cinema and they do screenings of kind of 90s movies beloved say. old movies because videos i think it's been around since the 80s yeah. and it was it originally was a- in santa monica right and yet for the past however many years uh they've been trying to relocate and rebuild and they did just beside my house in Eagle yeah. Rock. And... and someone was saying that it was a, that building originally was a movie theater <gasps> back in the day. And then oh. inexplicably or kind of explicably became a church for a while and Uh-oh. then moved back to being a movie theater. But I like the idea that when it was a church, they just still had that screen and that auditorium kind of that like cinema thing. That's sure. just where they did their things they sat in like cinema seats well they think they had visuals yeah <laughs> so yeah it's been around since 1985 much like me oh yeah it was it was very fun what did we see we saw the birdcage come on everybody to be do the bumper any longer that song and we are family we had we are family <laughs> quite a few times in that movie uh thoughts and feelings about watching the birdcage in 2023 oh well we had lots didn't we mm. so 
apparently I've seen this as a kid. Don't remember. Don't remember an, an inch of the movie. <laughs> I'm sure I watched it with a lot of closeted, internalized homophobia as a child. Yeah. And then as an adult watching it, well, Miami looked great. Yes. The costumes were fantastic. Robin Williams looked great. Robin Williams was hot. Never looked finer than he does in that film. So good. So many draped, draped kind of linens and... Mm. Gorgeous, like gold jewelry, baggy linen pants, yeah. and, a, and a Versace billowy shirt with yeah. a vest underneath and a medallion. <laughs> oh, he looked wonderful in a mustache. It was quite an interesting movie. Yeah, not not the full slapstick comedy that you think it is or you remember it being. There's lots of moments of that, but like, uh, yeah, lots of like genuinely tender moments and thoughtful moments and like very sweet things happening in it, and really. For a movie made in 1993 or whatever it was about gay people, kind of weirdly not homophobic. No, it was it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, we're here to tell people go and watch the Birdcage. <laughs> there were, I mean, there were some culture appropriation moments. Yes, there was the odd thing like that going on. And um, Hank Azaria playing a Guatemalan man. Yeah, there was that. <laughs> so Hank Azaria, a Jewish man, was playing a Guatemalan, and Robin Williams, a non-Jewish man, was playing a Jewish man. <laughs> I mean, the 90s. <laughs> the 90s were a wild time. And then we also noticed that Nathan Lane and Robin Williams, their two characters who were partners, they were in a relationship, they weren't affectionate in the slightest to one another. Yeah. Physically affectionate. Yeah, not physically, but also included a scene where they talk about like their rights as a, as a couple, as a gay couple, and like sign papers to make sure that they're going to divide their assets. So it's yeah. like, that's really progressive yeah yeah and i know i did tell you this on sunday but on saturday when i was on a hike in griffith park i saw a coyote eating a snake (laughs) (laughs) really quite quite a horrible thing to see Mm. yeah very shaken to my core when i saw that that's so coyote eating was it was the coyote still was it no i i first of all i thought there was a dog in the kind of undergrowth Mm -hmm. that kind of slightly up to the side but not far from the path like Mm -hmm. just off the path so I thought it was a dog like trying to find something and play and then it it started lifting its head up and I was like oh that's a coyote and then it fully lifted its head up and it was like a a snake was writhing around in its jaws the snake was still moving the snake was very much still alive oh that's great it was very powerful and it I feel like just because that that exact day we were discussing me getting my first tattoo I'm gonna get a coyote eating a snake what were your other options? Your other tattoo options? We, we, I don't want to discuss it just yet. Let's, let's, I, I want to see how it pans out. I still want you to get Garfield. There's the ones I'm thinking about, and then there's the two that I want, and one, and they are vacillating between Garfield and Donald Duck, but I just can't get a Garfield or Donald Duck tattoo do, as do my you know first what, one. Do you know I, what, I will get one. Do you know what I think is so beautiful on the skin is orange, orange ink? <laughs> and then in terms of Donald Duck, is it Donald you're interested yeah. in? Blue. Blue. Anyway... Shall we do some feedback? Let's do it. If you want to get in touch with us, do give us a shout on our Instagram, You're Welcome America. Drop us an email at You're Welcome America Podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review us. Please rate and review us. I've just looked at the ratings and reviewings. Someone has given us a three star review. Oh, that's really shit. Mm. I'm disappointed. That's really yeah. shit. Did they say anything on it? No. We've got all <laughs> these five stars, then one three star review. Wow. Maybe they're very angry at our erratic release mm. schedule. <laughs> Well, maybe this has a correlation to a bit of info that I got from behind the kind of, you know, the servers, the Welcome America servers that are floating on that barge in international waters. Mm -hmm. 
we've just recently fallen out of the Hong Kong comedy podcast charts. So at some point we were in those charts. Oh. And we've just recently slipped down from number 90 to number 204 in the Swiss comedy charts for Apple Podcasts. Swiss comedy, okay. The numbers have fallen hard for the Swiss people. So we should do the Toblerone special is what you're yes, saying. exactly. <laughs> Heidi and Toblerone. Is it Heidi? From, was she from Switzerland? I think so. How do you feel about Toblerone? <laughs> I love Toblerone. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know they had to, they had to start making them smaller? Because, because people like, were hurting their mouths. <laughs> You're just like the cost of the product oh, or something. I, <laughs> I just thought that people were shoving those triangles in and like really, because you can really get onto that roof of your mouth with their Toblerone and really oh, yeah. hit, hit it with the pointy bit. And then it's almost like sandpaper. Yeah. It's kind of an exfoliant in a Toblerone, isn't there? That yeah. nougat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't appreciate the other flavors of Toblerone though. No, 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 no. It, th- that's something I really will only go for classic. Yeah. It's not a Lindor ball, you yeah. know, Lindor chocolate ball. <laughs> Oh my god, wait a minute. Lindor Lint, that's Swiss as well. It is. <laughs> Tell you something. I was at the Geneva airport once. <laughs> and there was like there was a Lindor shop and it was just every much like the M&Ms in this country. Right, every ball. Every Lindor ball <laughs> you could ever imagine, you could even dream of was there. Oh, speaking of, I yeah. had those um, M&Ms the other day. The cold brew caramel ones. Ooh, thoughts? They're very good. Okay, cold brew and caramel. Yeah. Okay. Disco drive throughs got in touch about our episode where you were back to the UK. And he said, but did he pick up some chalky and mags to bring back to LA? Well, I have a confession to make. I forgot to get... The Ribena, for the I Rib- promised you. For, for the, the Ribena for the Eaters. Eaters. I, I basically left it too late and then I couldn't find it in the places that I was looking on, the, on my final day. I also promised to get Giant Buttons for Matt, which I also failed to do. The yeah. only person I managed to get something for was Yourself? Podcast Nemesis Michael. No, I didn't get oh. myself anything. Oh, you got some gum for I got him. a pack of three uh, Spearmint extra chewing gum, which I still haven't given to him, which is in my cupboard. You're not going to like <laughs> this. How about Ribena Eaters, which I was gonna, I'm going to make at some point in the future with slush like all blended yeah what about a blended pimps i mean i'm interested because i it means that i don't have to deal with all the the muddlings the gubbins yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't want your pimps gubbins but that could be quite nice sure we had a lovely piece of feedback on instagram (gasps) oh so a listener colleen mabin got in touch with us and she says reminds we need to do colleen's real woman yes we do thank you for reminding us colleen she says hello i love your show i'm a first generation canadian whose dad was Uh, from just outside of Belfast. I lived in London from 2001 to 2010. So we share many pop culture references. And she says, my children were also little. So I know all of the kids TV from that time as well. I was like, oh my God, Colleen is literally us. Yeah. (laughs) So she said she now lives in in Vancouver. um, (gasps) And so she said, she has a question for us. Yes. What is the UK equivalent of Canada? Australia? Or is Australia the US version of Canada? Or dread to think, is Canada the US version of Australia? Wait, what? <laughs> you want me to read that again? What is the UK equivalent of Canada? Australia? Or is Australia the US version of Canada? Or dread to think of it, is Canada the US version of Australia? No, okay. <laughs> Canada and Australia are nothing alike. <laughs> okay. The UK equivalent of Canada. So, okay, let's think about this. In terms of US, USA and Canada, USA is bonkers. And Canada is just like, lovely. So I think the UK's kind of gone kind of bonkers. So is it Ireland? <laughs> sure. 
Well, do you know what, Colleen? We're gonna we're, let's say we're gonna say Ireland for now, but we're gonna. I really want to untangle because you've you've answered you've asked and answered six <laughs> questions within that question, and I think we need to really think deeply about what Australia is. Mm. Mm. It's well, Australia is Florida. It's just the country of Florida. Okay, podcast says Michael got in touch. Guys, the UK equivalent of Mariah is Adele. They both write their own deeply personal music. Both have drag-inspired signature looks that basically never change. Both known for ear-defining distinctive vocal excellence. Both have a personality and humor which is slightly at odds with their stage image. They're obviously at different points in their careers, but it's definitely the best equivalent. Who did we say again? Shirley Bassey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how do we feel about this from Michael? Well, I I mean, you know, as always... I like I like the content and just find the message so uh, so combative. But mm-hmm. sure, no, it's it's a good it's a good point. Yeah. Okay. We'll accept it. Yeah. But we don't necessarily agree. Anyway, please get in touch. Your feedback. Yes, please. And we're back. Okay, we're going to do something we haven't done before. <laughs> We're going to flip a coin to see who goes first. Really, hey, really bringing the uh, off the show admin onto the air just to show how scientifically we do this. You got to you call something as soon as this is your idea. Go on. Heads. Heads what? You you do it. Heads I go first. Okay. It is tails. Okay. I go first. Okay. So so introduce me. Oh. <laughs> so Fraser's up first with our US topic and here he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're really off tonight. The reason we're so off is because my topic is Cold Stone Creamery. Ooh. That's Cold Stone, stone creamery. creamery, not Stone Cold Creamery, as I kept Googling it today. No. Now, the reason Ben and I are a little off is because after Ben's trip to LAX, he arrived at mine and I proceeded to bark at him that we had a an hour to drive to a gorgeous location in Los Angeles to get some ice cream from Cold Stone Creamery. Now, unfortunately, the nearest location to me was, where was it, Ben? Hollywood and Highland. You may remember the reference to this on our Dave and Buster's episode. Yeah, Hollywood and Highland, which is very much the UK equivalent, is just the direct centre of Leicester Square. Yeah. <laughs> so Ben and I drove to Leicester Square. <laughs> we then, we to the place called the Ovation we then proceeded to park in the parking structure that's attached to the Hollywood and Highland Entertainment Complex, which we have described in previous episodes as a kind of a nuclear bunker. Nuclear bunker slash the worst place you could ever be if there was uh, the big one, the yeah, big earthquake. the earthquake, exactly. Crushed to death in a concrete prison. Yeah. So we drove a thousand feet into the earth. 100 miles maybe into the earth's core Mm -hmm. and (laughs) then proceeded to use a baffling array of escalators (laughs) (laughs) one escalator of which sounded as if like someone's leg had got caught in it and it was chopping up a dead body yeah very final destination three i believe has the escalator accident in it and yeah we basically then tried to look for the cold stone creamery which i was told via google maps was on the first floor the first floor okay (laughs) so uh, uh, like first of all you would have thought there was some sort of menu or key or map no not not anywhere to be found nowhere just lots of people like us just looking around really confused yeah. so we <laughs> did pass other 
ice cream I think places. Three, a Ben and Jerry's and then something that was simply called like Gelato World. And then there was another one as well. Yes. <laughs> we, we passed three other ice cream shops in this yeah. complex. We passed Hard Rock Cafe, a Sephora, all the greatest hits. Foot Locker. Foot Locker. <laughs> At one point we were walking on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. What, what names did you see? <laughs> I saw uh, a man almost knocked me down because he was FaceTiming someone to show them Zsa Zsa Gabor's Hollywood star. Oh, nice. I saw Christina Aguilera's. Oh, perfect. I saw Olivia Newton-John's. Oh, Xanadu. 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 We did seem to... Bum, 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 bum. I love Xanadu. A place. Nobody knows I know. A battered about a bow. Speaking of, <laughs> I once went for a curry and I can't remember who I was with, but one of the people we were with was the daughter of one of the guys from ELO. <laughs> they did all the music and sanity. Anyway, oh we did remark that Hollywood Boulevard, because yes, we were now on just walking on Hollywood yeah, Boulevard. Hell. It was a lot, a lot like less frantic and a lot cleaner than normal. Yeah, like some, it'd been hosed down. I think it'd been hosed down, and I also think because the sun's finally out. I think just things had happened. Yeah, things had magically disappeared because of the gloom. Yeah, just just look, everything just looks better. Yeah. Well, at that point, we thought, <laughs> should we instead should we abort this trip? Yes, and should we just go to Hooters across the street? Yes, Hooters is closed. Hooters is gone from Hollywood Boulevard. Okay, so that's something we need to deal with in our own time, I guess. Yeah. So we re re-upped the search for Coldstone Creamery. Bearing in mind at this point, we were running out of time before it closed. Ben had an instinct that it was actually up near, not Frankie and Benny's, Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets. And he was right. Uh, yeah. We found it. It's really snuck, snuck into a corner. Now you received a phone call, so you did not enter Coldstone Creamery. I keep calling it. No, that's right. Not Stone Cold Creamery. What is it? Coldstone Stone Creamery. Creamery. So I entered Coldstone Creamery. Now, here's the gimmick of this place. And I think it's so stupid. Oh, yeah. So basically, they say that they make all their ice cream on the premises. That location we are at. Where? I wasn't seeing one even hint of a kitchen. Unless they're using Johnny Rockets next door and like making ice cream in their kitchen. Do you think... God, I hate Johnny Rockets. Do you think just their deliveries just turn up melted and then they just freeze it I'm yeah sorry. something there's there, there's a loophole happening with this claim that the ice cream is freshly made on the premises and then the whole point of it is they they will take the ice cream and then all of their things are kind of ice cream mixed with different things which they call like fixins i believe <sighs> and basically you choose them you either choose them at random to go with a flavor of ice cream or you choose one that has the ice cream and then they put those fixins in to make something and then the whole like concept of st- Cold Stone Creamery. Stone Cold Steve Austin is what I keep thinking of, even though I don't know anything about WWE. The whole concept is that they have a cold stone. (laughs) Oh. Where they then put the ice cream on top of the cold stone and they mix in with these two spatulas. They mix in the, like, the fillings of it. This country. So instead of just having, like, I had a mint chocolate, a mint chocolate chip Oreo ice cream. So instead of just having that in in a vat, they had mint ice cream then chocolate chips and Oreos. And I watched her put the mint ice cream down, sprinkle some chocolate chips on it. And then she took two Oreos and then like just smashed the whole thing kind of with these two, almost like a fish slice on a like literal cold piece of stone in front of the ice cream counter. Very strange. It was giving me shades of, we make guacamole next to the table. 
yeah that kind of where, where you're like oh, i don't need to see this i mean it's like going back to our beloved benny hannah <laughs> yes well well that's dinner that's dinner and a show that's true. I don't think we got dinner. I didn't. I definitely didn't get dinner in a show. What I did get was my Cookie Minster, is what mine was called, which I think is a very bad pun on Cookie Monster. Mint flavored cookie. Oh, I'm thing. okay with that. Cookie I'm okay Minster. with that. As I was leaving, I did hear a very strange over the, the kind of PA system, a strange ethereal version of Beyonce. I think it was Love on Top, but it wasn't Beyonce singing it. Oh, it was like being in Super Drug in the UK. Yes, exactly. Very, very strange. They were very lovely in there. The the lovely server lady who did my who folded my ice cream on the cold stone was very nice. That's good. Very very nice experience in general. But yeah, what a strange strange place. I've just I've just looked it up. So it opened in it was founded in 1988 in by Donald and Susan Susan Sutherland. Yes, sounds very Scottish. Well, you Sutherland. Know, you know who Donald Sutherland is. He's that really old actor. He's the <laughs> now my two points of reference are not definitely not going to be the pieces of work that he's the most proud of. But Donald Sutherland was in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh, fine. With um with uh, Christy Swanson, who I believe is now a Republican, and he was also he's also the president from the Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, got it, got so, it, got it, got it. I don't think they're the same person, but I like the idea that Donald Sutherland, it, the, that the president of Pan Am is also the owner of Coldstone Creamery. So, Did you know that he's Kiefer Sutherland's uh, dad? No. Yeah. I only know because I just Googled it. Oh. So it, it was originally opened in Arizona. Yes. And I love this line. They saw ice cream that was neither hard packed nor soft serve. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so you can do create your owns, but they also have some signature creations. Okay. So there's one, that, and they, they all have pun names, which I really don't appreciate. There's Dough for It, which is a cookie dough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Life's Batter with Fudge Brownie, which I believe is like cake batter flavored with fudge brownie pieces. Wait, it's called what? Life's Batter with Fudge Brownie. Oh, Life's Batter. Okay, got it. <laughs> Apple Pie a la Coldstone instead of a la Mode. <laughs> <laughs> These are all claw hunky. <laughs> cookie, don't you want some? Cookie, don't you want That's some? That's not good. I had cookie minster, which is now looking like a top tier pun <laughs> compared to the rest of these. And the way the cookie crumbles, simply just the actual phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll use that up at some point. They didn't. They forgot. Now, I will say I was trying to find out about famous people that maybe worked at a Coldstone Creamery. Mm-hmm. But all I could find was at this year's Critics' Choice Award, there was a a Coldstone Creamery, like, step and repeat. And loads of people ended up yes. taking their picture next to it. And there's just some really great pictures of, like, wildly famous people, like Andrew Garfield, just looking very, like, sexy and kind of brooding in front of a huge wall of Coldstone Creamery cups. Yeah, I wonder. Kate did, Hudson. Do you think they had, like, a... They brought in the, the cold plates... And there was like a portable cold stone creamery area. Oh, imagine if they got to make one. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. So there's a great article here on just Jared about people kind of being like, what, why were people posing in front of this, this thing? And then Billy Eichner commented on the post and he said, they gave me a hundred dollar gift card to cold stone. <laughs> and then Seth Rogen commented on it and said, they asked me to do this. And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> I also I love ice cream. I don't want a hundred dollars there. <laughs> yeah, I also just feel after what we went through today, I don't want to have to go back to a Coldstone Creamery. Yeah, I can imagine if you lived in a nice 
a nice American town and there was one there that maybe it was a nice experience, but at the uh, Hollywood and Highland, it wasn't, it, it didn't feel great. I know. <laughs> felt a little grubby. So, so much so afterwards, I didn't get one because I did have some Ben and Jerry's last night, but I did decide to partake in the Sprinkles Cupcake vending machine, <laughs> which there were some people in front of us buying four cupcakes. And let's just say that that vending, so just to give a background, Sprinkles, <laughs> it's a very popular cupcake company in yeah. LA it's like a thing and they have vending machines with freshly baked cupcakes we'll see how fresh that cupcake is I'm looking yeah. at it in its box right now and uh when you go to the machine you put your well <laughs> I tried to use my card multiple <laughs> times went crazy and then a lever sort of goes yeah. and collects your cupcake so the people before us had ordered four you would think that the little lever inside could maybe pick up more than one cupcake <laughs> at a time it can't no, and it really has to stop and like pause and think about it between each cupcake. So while my ice cream was melting and I was <laughs> essentially just eating it instead of having dinner. Yeah. Yeah, we're waiting for your sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles cupcake. Talking of things malfunctioning as well, on the way home, we did pass <laughs> one of those Amazon delivery robots. Yes, we did. That was just going back and forth on a sidewalk. <laughs> a little confused. It was like, it was like there was two people... It was like it was a dog and it was being called between two owners who <laughs> yeah. were standing like on either side of it. It kept going like towards one, then going back. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was in all in all, just a very strange evening. Very frantic. I didn't eat any dinner. And then I had this great idea that I would come back, eat dinner and then have the ice cream. Obviously, I just ended up eating most of the ice cream yeah. while I was watching you get sprinkles. Now I feel like throwing up. I feel high as a kite and also just so tired. <laughs> What a bizarre thing that we did. Yeah. But uh, I was having a think today about the UK equivalent of the Cold Stone Creamery. And I think I, I, think I came up with it. Okay. We talk, we've discussed it before. Okay. And it's maybe something more about, so the gimmick of the Cold Stone, mm-hmm. I'm relating that to people thinking it's kind of very fancy. Mm. And I was thinking, is the equivalent the Hagen dazs Cafe because <laughs> but that doesn't that's not UK yes it is Hagen dazs well Hagen dazs is a German company but <laughs> when I was growing up our version of being like oh we're really gonna really gonna splurge on ice cream was to go to the Hagen dazs Cafe oh, in yeah, the Castle Mall in Norwich big deal because you would get Hagen dazs ice cream but also it would be in a nice a nice glass like a um. Was it, weren't they in like more like serving glasses rather than in uh, cups like or cones? Oh, in Princess Square, top floor in Glasgow, it was in a it was in a cone or a paper cup. I think there was like a, almost a Sunday option that we would Ooh. also get. Maybe that was just it. Maybe it wasn't that Norwich had special glasses. I think there was a Sunday option that we would get. I don't have a better answer for you because <laughs> in Glasgow, it's very. Glasgow's Glasgow, I think, I believe, it was one of the first places in the world outside of Italy to have ice cream because there are so many Italians there. Right. So we have so many local Italian, like Nardini's, Colpies, all these different places. So I can't think of a good re- reply, <laughs> but I don't agree with what you're saying. <laughs> well, it's also a chain, not like all these Bandinis and Gelatis that you're mentioning. These were local chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. No, okay. I'm going to say the UK equivalent of the Cold Stone Creamery is the Hagen dazs Cafe, specifically in the Castle Mall in Norwich. It has closed down. I did Google it. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> And we're back. Ben's talking about a little something from the UK. What is it, Ben? 
Oh, I have not even opened up their <laughs> Spotify. Hang on. There you go. Oh, baby. What is that? We're, we're talking about the boy band Blue. What is that noise at the beginning? Is that a synth harmonica? Now, I believe that one of our listeners, Andrew, Uh-oh. got in touch with us about the S Club 7 natural opening. And I believe that might be the same instrument, which is a, he, he was saying it's a core on glaze. That's not a core on glaze. But that sounds like a, almost like a core on glaze function on a, on a Casio keyboard. Right? Like if you were to set the Casio keyboard to core on glaze, that's the sound that would come out. Yeah, is that... It's, it sounds like an accordion. A digital accordion. <laughs> okay, so it's either a Casio core on glaze or a Casio accordion. So we're talking about the boy band Blue. So that consists of... Why are you having to look it up? Duncan James, Antti Costa, Lee Ryan, and Simon Webb. <laughs> so I've just gone straight to their discography. First single was released, 2001. It was All Rise. You just heard it. Reached number four. It's a great song. It's fine. It's a it's a, a court courtroom themed song. Is it? One for the money and the free ride and the Yeah, and it's literally like, Your Honor, please. It's it's all got court and like court case <laughs> references in I it. I never knew that. Yeah. So their next single, Too Close. Yeah. This is a cover of uh are they is the what's the boy band calls it next? Now, the beginning of Too Close, I always believe, opened with someone saying drop dead. A robot that says drop dead. Yeah. No, that, that, that's a robot saying drop dead, that's right? That's a robot saying drop dead. <laughs> Baby, when we're blah, blah. So this got to number one. Yes. I thought some feelings about Blue in general. I find a lot of their songs to be quite pleasurable to listen to, especially Too Close. That's mm. a, That song really has a really good feeling to it. There's something about the the sound of it, the kind of like noises that are in it. And it just, it feels like a warm hug to me, that song. Mm. Now, I just, I don't want to take us back, but I do remember that... 2001. Yeah. This is over 20 years ago. Yeah. This is bananas. <laughs> so the next single was If You Come Back. Okay, we just we just played a little bit of that song. Of course we remember it. We both instantly knew every one of the lyrics. Yeah. I also think this is a really good song to discuss the vocal structure of the boy band Blue. Okay. So we had lead vocalist Lee Ryan. Lee Ryan. He's doing a lot of falsetto. Never has there been someone more perfect to have the name Lee. Lee, yeah. <laughs> And to have two first names <laughs> as the name, Lee Ryan. Ryan Lee. Ryan Lee. Yeah, he's doing he's he's doing a lot of the powerhouse. He's the real the real Nadine of this group, but mixed with he's got kind of the drama voice of Foghorn voice of Nadine mixed with kind of the falsetto of a, a Daniel Beddingfield mm, or a Charlie Puth, if you want to lovely. do a contemporary reference. Then you've got just on completely forgotten vocals is Anthony Costa. Yeah. Then kind of second lead vocals is Duncan. Duck. Not, not great, but obviously he was, you know. 
back in those days, eye candy for the girls and the guys, am I right? Mm -hmm. And then because the 2000s were still mildly racist, you've just got Simon Webb, the only black member, just going, yeah, yeah, come on, and doing kind of some spoken word raps. He does have a rap in All Rise as well, which is not great. Mm. (laughs) And all their music was essentially R&B, wasn't it? Yes, very much so. They were, yes, an R&B group where they would only let the black singer just rap. They wouldn't let him sing. Yeah. And they made the white man do all of the R&B vocals. Wild times. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever told you about the time, I must have done. Celebrity Come Dine With Me and Lee Ryan was one of our people. <laughs> yes. Spending a lot of time in his weird house that had Fendi, Fendi, uh, like, sofas. <laughs> With the kind of Fendi label all over them. He's a strange man. He is an odd man. Have you ever dealt with him? No, but my favorite kind of Lee Ryan story, which does actually account for the UK to US relations, is that remember the reason they didn't take off in the US is because in an interview he said, Who cares about 9 11 when the whales are dying? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Real tough look on our, our Lee, that one. And that was right at the beginning yeah, as well. Right at the beginning. <laughs> So they made a song called Fly By 2. Oh yeah, Fly By, of course. Duncan at the beginning there. All dressed up, you're good to go. <laughs> Pushing those vocals right through. Yeah, oh, so Flyby was a big a big one. System up with the top down. Got the city on lockdown. Oh, do you have the city on lockdown, Blue? Which, which, city? which city? Which city? Nottingham. <laughs> <laughs> got Derby on lockdown. <laughs> that only got to number... Got Swindon on lockdown. <laughs> that only actually got to number six. Oh. But one of their next songs, One Love... God, God, I hate this song. All Rise and One Love are kind of the same thing. They're 100% the same song. I bet they were written by the same person. Yeah. And then we had another number one single. It looks like their final number one single. It was with Elton John. Oh, that cover of Sorry seems, seems to be the hardest word. Words. Awful. This was awful. Yeah. Now, without doing any research, I feel there was a blue song in the kind of dying days that was really good that got lost in the in the source. So tell me, just give me some names of some singles that okay. came out after uh, after Sorry. You make me puzzle. wanna. I think I liked you. Make me wanna. Okay, play me a little bit of that. I'm also a big fan of any song yeah. that has synth strings going. Yeah, now that song's fun. That song's kind of a. What did that? But that didn't. That didn't do that. Four. Well, did it? Number, oh, four. number four. Okay. We okay. had a song called "Guilty." We had "Signed, Sealed, Delivered." I'm yours with Stevie Wonder and Angie Stone. No. Then we had a song called "Breathe Easy," which I actually seem to remember quite liking. It's mm. quite a dramatic song. No. I, oh my god! I'm just. It's coming back to me. It's it's them, and they had a really American video, and it's got a female rapper in it. Bubbling. <gasps> I, I, no no no. 
pronounce it correctly, it's bubble in. Bubble there, in. There ain't no G on the end. Oh my god. Okay, find, here the, we go. no, find here the video. We go. Find the video. Find the video. Find the video. I want to watch the video. Oh my god, bubble in. Wow. Oh my god! I've just so I've basically just climaxed ten times because all of the visuals of bubbling came <laughs> bubble back to me. Blue, and then is it pronounced Lady? L A D A. I'm hoping it is. Or Laid. Laid. <laughs> Blue featuring Laid. Bubbling. Okay. Talk to me about that video, Ben. So that video clearly meant to be in Miami. They went to Spain. <laughs> it's a villa. Yes. There's a lot of wonderful early 2000s outfits. Anthony's wearing a suit. A full suit. A full suit. In Miami. No one, no one else is. No. There's a lot of denim and embellishments and chains a lot of and those, glitz. A lot of those those square sunglasses that were all all glass with like a little diamond in like a corner yeah. that, that was kind of with that like almost like a sunset kind of color scheme the women were wearing um playboy bunny necklaces yes yeah a great. lot of distressed denim uh yeah it felt it felt like kind of in that video simon and duncan were styled to be pop stars and lee and anthony were like their kind of manager and accountant yes <laughs> so, i mean i have to say simon is beautiful what was then still is now i, I he's never a gorgeous man really noticed how utterly beautiful oh, he was yeah, he's hot as hell it's because our our gay eyes were drawn like a magpie to duncan at the time yeah we're like there's something there's something, going uh, on something about that duncan something about that dunk that we're into something about that diamond earring glistening <laughs> at me it's telling me something a different story to just the you know what he's telling us oh, oh my god I, I i knew there was i knew there was a hidden gem it's the uh it's the hearsay loving is easy of that of the blue <laughs> canon for sure they had a song called Curtain Falls, sure. They had Get Down On It featuring Cool and the Gang and Lil' Kim. What? I don't know. I feel like we've... Oh, no, that was Ladies' Night was another Cool and the Gang song that we discussed in deep, deep detail during the Atomic Kitten episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was really it for 2005. Then they came back in 2011 onwards. We're not so interested in those singles. Yeah. I will say there was a single called AO, which I'm nervous about, AYO. <laughs> And oh, like the Chris Brown song. Oh yeah, oh Was that a cover of that song? Because I hope not. Because there's a lot of n words in that mm, song. I don't think so. <laughs> so that's basically blue. I know that they've been back recently, and they at one point had to file for bankruptcy as a band. That was a whole thing going on. <laughs> oh, the the picture on their Wikipedia is them performing in Manchester in 2011. I wonder if we're going to have another listener getting in touch saying, I took that picture. <laughs> I can't remember what band that was, but we had a listener come in and claim a Wikipedia picture. It's them in 20, kind of wild. 2011 performing with some scaffolding behind them on stage. And just not to go on and on about bubbling, but can you just give me a bit more information about the chart positioning, the the writer, the, the, the music okay. video? What's that, what's that Wikipedia link saying? I bet it's just a broken link. Okay, fourth and final single from one of their albums uncredited in the song is girl group lady so they're a girl oh, group okay credited in my heart it became a top 10 hit in switzerland but <laughs> us people our swiss people oh yes <laughs> top five hit in hungary and italy a french <laughs> version of the song also was around okay let me see who's written in this so it was made it was made in copenhagen and denmark songwriters oh. anthony costa <gasps> well no wonder he was doing a lead vocal on it 
And then lots of other people I don't know. <laughs> Lars Halver Jensen. Danish. <laughs> I have encountered Duncan. Yes, I've encountered Duncan on in lots of different strange capacities. One where I just kept seeing him on the street. That was one of my, you know, when you know when you live in London, you walk through Soho for work and you just always end up like my friend Charlie would always just see Louis Walsh. Like she would she just was like, oh, there's Louis Walsh again. I saw him walking around Soho a lot. Duncan James. Yeah, I think it's because at the time he was, <laughs> take a guess, starring in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> yeah! That I thought you were going to say gay. <laughs> well, no, obviously. No, he was playing uh, Roxy Hart in Chicago. <laughs> I'm joking. He was playing Mama. When you're good to Mama. Duncan, Duncan's Mama's good, good to, to you. you. <laughs> I remember being, what was that club? We always do this. What's Shadow that club? Lounge? No. What's that club beside Old Street? The Old Street Roundabout. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. We yeah, could never no. remember the um, name of it. Uh, East Block. East Block. So for a while... We did see him in East Block, Were you there we? that night? And yes. it was like an R&B and hip-hop night? Yeah. There was some elements of his presence there that were troubling. Bubbling. Uh, his, of his look. Yeah. Yeah. I believe there was a uh, something on his head that yeah. perhaps wasn't quite working with his look. I think he was wearing like Timberland boots with like a... A baggy jean and like a vest and a... I'm going to just say the words. He was wearing a do-rag on his head. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> so the US, the US equivalent, <clears throat> I mean, it has to be a, a band that is all actually African-American men in a boy band. <laughs> like Next, the boy band that they... <laughs> Could be Nick Blackstreet. <laughs> yes. What was... Who was... Where was Cisco? What band was he in? Oh. Drew uh, Hill? Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you want from me. Tell me what I gonna be. And who's the Cisco of uh, of Blue? Is it Lee Ryan? I think it's Lee Ryan. <laughs> he had a few solo hits. Oh, there's there's a few solo hits in that in that gang. Ooh, did Duncan ever? Duncan must have tried to do some Should solo work, right? Probably. Oh God, I'm just starting to get abs abs love flashbacks from uh, from the five episode. Or are we getting this wrong? Should the US equivalent be? We've talked about them before, but should it be NKOTB? Mm, still feel like it. I feel like they're more like O Town in there in some of their sounds. Oh, okay. Some of the blippy bloopies. Some of the bleepy bloops and the kind of just the most members singing kind of and then just one member kind of shrieking. <laughs> yeah, someone doing those shrieky notes. I'm I'm feeling and they okay. they were around at a similar okay. kind of time. Okay, as well. I'm liking this O Town. Yeah, this O Town vibe. Okay, remember the song We Fit Together that O Town did? Mm. It was them on like a boat. It's a real it's a real summer light bop. And yeah. I just I again want to just urge people to listen to Bubble and by Blue and just the song We Fit Together by, by O Town. Okay, there. yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so the US equivalent of the Boy Band <laughs> Blue is Otan. Stream We Fit Together and Bubbling. Right, that is our episode. <sighs> Thank you for listening. Please get in touch on... <sighs> Rain Review us, please. please. Give us a five star. I mean, Switzerland. We've we've talked about Swiss things Come on. many times in this episode. I'll go buy a Toblerone, okay? Yeah. We've God. mentioned your favourite song, Bubbling by Blue, which to number one in switzerland yeah whatever it was even higher in hungary apparently <laughs> so thank you for listening we'll be back soon rate review us get in touch on instagram drop us an email and other than that thank you and you're welcome to tar you are right up my street oh you can't make me choose 
Tiger by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.